Welcome everybody to the Sleepy Perform Repeat podcast. This is your host, David Clancy, and along with my co-host, Connor Gavin, we are here in SoCo Performance, Dublin, Ireland, to bring you a podcast focusing on what it means to be performing at the highest level. What, in essence, is high-performance culture? We're going to share our experience and our backgrounds into what we've acquired over the years. Connor Gavin has extensive experience of working in the AFL with the West Coast Eagles, but also having worked in a high-performance environment with the Irish rugby team. Myself, David Clancy, I'm going to bring my experience and know-how from having worked in London with Isaac Kinetic Medical Group on Hardy Street, but also having experienced high-performance culture working with the Brooklyn Nets and the San Antonio Spurs of the NBA. What we're striving to achieve here is to find out what exactly makes high-level athletes tick and what makes them to perform at the highest level and how they really can get back to play at the highest level of return to play and return to performance after injury. How do all these elements play a role in performance? That's what we're really trying to find out here. So I hope you all enjoy listening to this and can learn. I really hope it sparks an interest because what we're really trying to do here in Ireland is evolve and grow and tap into what really makes high performance culture. Hey guys, so next up in our CrossFit series of interviews, uh, we are speaking to Michael Smith. So Michael's the fittest CrossFit athlete in Ireland 2019. He's also the co-owner of EST28 up in Newry. So we spoke to Michael about his CrossFit journey so far, the philosophy of, of how he trains and also his gym. Uh, we speak about the physical requirements of CrossFit. Talk to him about his typical week of coaching and training and how he manages to balance the two. We speak about the evolution of his training and how that's changed um, both physically and in terms of his mindset after making the CrossFit Games. We speak about how you can manage the highs and lows in sports. Uh, we also speak about his three favorite bits of kit that he trains with and what his ideal wad with those would be. Uh, we speak to him about role models and who he has looked up to throughout his career to date. The things he likes and dislikes most about CrossFit and also obviously being the first man to represent Ireland at the senior level uh, for the CrossFit Games, what that means to him. So again, as per usual, if you have any questions or comments on the episode, we'd love to hear them. So myself and David are there on Soco Performance or D Clancy Physio on Instagram. Mickey's also there and he is M1CKY. SM1TH on Instagram, so Mickey Smith. Um, so yeah, any questions, comments, give us a shout and hope you enjoy listening to this one. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Sleepy Perform Repeat. Today we are speaking to CrossFitter Mickey Smith. So I'm going to hand over to David to give Mickey a bit of an introduction to all of you listeners. Hello everyone, really looking forward to hearing Michael's thoughts on CrossFit. He's actually now the fittest man in Ireland, 2019, so congrats Mickey. And you're the coaching coach. You're the coach and co-owner, established 28 in Nuri, and look, the two of us are really looking forward to hearing um, your story to date and what your future holds, because you've got some interesting couple of months leading up to Madsen. So, Michael, do you want to introduce yourself and, and, and tell everyone listening a little bit about your background? Yes, no problem. So, um, my name is Michael Smith, I'm 27 years old currently living in Newry, uh, from Newry, and uh, I've been doing CrossFit now for coming up on five years. Okay. I currently own a facility in Newry, EST28. It's a, it's like a functional training facility. It's not uh, officially affiliated by CrossFit, but uh, I, I myself train using the CrossFit method 
um, and hopefully somewhere down the line we will eventually go with uh, fully affiliated with Priscilla. Um I co-own that with uh, my business partner Emmett Murda, so he would be a childhood friend of mine from playing Gaelic football from the age of about 12. We, I would uh, qualified from university as a structural engineer, where I worked as an engineer and working out of an office in Belfast for about three years until eventually the opportunity came up uh, after speaking with Emmett to open our own facility uh, down the lines of CrossFit. So that's something that it's been building up over the past couple of years. It's something that I wanted to do. So whenever the opportunity arrived, both of us just went for it. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, I've been doing CrossFit for five years now and competitively been competing for about four years. So. Uh, and this has been the biggest year yet. Now qualifying, going into the CrossFit Games this summer. So, so what drew you to CrossFit five years ago, Mickey? Well, at the time I was uh, in my third year in university in Belfast. Um, I was playing Gaelic football at a mediocre level. You know, I played club football. I was never good good enough to go to inter county level or you know be on the, the first team for Sigerson's, But Oz carried. Um, a fairly high level uh, fitness just didn't have an awful lot of ball skill so yeah. to speak so um, I, I played uh, seconds for the Sigerson team uh, for Queen's University um, you know I was always into strength and conditioning it's uh, something that I was a, a big believer in even in the, my younger days from about 19 years upwards um, so I just came across CrossFit uh, on YouTube. It was after the 2014 Games. They released a pretty good uh, highlight reel. And it was the first I'd seen of it. Uh, but I was immediately drawn to it and decided to Google um, uh, CrossFit gyms in Belfast. And the first one that came up was uh, Reebok CrossFit Northern Ireland. Hmm. Um, so it, it's a fairly well-established... It's probably the most established CrossFit gym in Northern Ireland, one of the first CrossFit gyms in Northern Ireland. So... I landed over, and at that time, um, it was also a partnership over there. It was owned by Andy Gosden and Helen Gillespie. So when I first went in, uh, Helen took me for a one-to-one session. They basically give you uh, the choice of doing an on-ramp course, which lasts lasts about a a month of a beginner's course, or you can do three intense one-to-one sessions with a coach. So, of course, me being impatient, uh, I wanted to just do the three one-on-one sessions and get stuck straight into it. So, there you go. Um, yeah, I, get, uh, I had a couple of one- one-on-ones with Helen <laughs> where she pretty much yeah, showed me up and <laughs> taught me a few lessons. And then uh, after that, I went into the classes. So, uh, the sport itself requires a lot of skill, um, fitness and strength. Yeah. So you're constantly trying to better yourself in so many different areas. So with the sort of addictive personality that I have, uh, it just became like a, an onward sort of quest to improve myself from there on in. Okay. So Mickey, tell us about your um, your weekly split between your coaching and your training. What's, what ratio of training and coaching are you doing at present? So it's, it's, it's a very, it is a busy schedule now. Um, it hasn't changed much. Um, I'm a very, I'm the type of person that finds it hard saying no to people. So um, I, I do have a lot of coaching hours and personal training hours as well as 
you know my own training hours. So uh, the schedule looks pretty much like six uh, fifteen a.m. start with uh, a crossfit class. Okay, so I'd be coaching for one hour there, yeah. yeah, and then I'd go into about two hours or three hours of personal training, which would bring me up to about ten thirty. So I've sort of found a slot from ten thirty to twelve thirty, which I'll do my first training sessions after coaching. Yeah. Um, and then usually I'll grab a quick lunch, half an hour, 45 minutes, and then I'll be coaching again for about another one to two hours. And then myself and Emmett would do our main session that we train together from about 2.30 to 4.30. So that's where we'd be doing a lot of CrossFit workouts rather than just your strength that you can usually do in your own or your accessory work that you can do in your own. Having Emmett there for the person makes a difference then in the CrossFit workouts in the afternoon time. And quickly after that, it's straight back to coaching, 5.30, 6.30, 7.30 in the evening. So that, that's what a day would look like. But it's not every day. You know, there's some days where I'll have a few hours less coaching to do or, you know, yeah, you'll have a couple hours of free, uh, free time for admin and whatnot for the business. Okay. And who coaches the coach? Are you, are you coming up with your own programs or are you under the guidance of someone at the moment? So in terms of our program for the gym, um, me and Emmett would split that between us. Uh, we we do we do think quite differently, so it's good for the members to get a good variation of uh, my style of programming. So I'll program for one week, and then Emmett would program all the class workouts for the for the next week. Um, so we take turns with that. But uh, if you're asking who's coaching us, we we have our own coach that that coaches us specifically for CrossFit, and that would be uh, Neil Laverty. Uh, system training out of CrossFit 8020 and poured it down. Okay. Perfect. And just as you mentioned there yourself and Emma split the coaching from one week to the next. What's your, or do you have one, a coaching philosophy? What What are people getting when they come to you that they're not going to get with other CrossFitters? What, what's your, do you have a philosophy about your training? So, yeah, we, we follow, a, we do have a certain model we follow. Um, but the, the main thing is the variance of what people are getting whenever they come to us. So a lot of the time, uh, me personally, we follow like three days a week. We'll include in the class, the one hour, it'll be broken down into uh, strength or an accessory element. Yeah. Which will be, it'll last about 20 minutes. That could be something like um, working up to a three rep max power clean or maybe uh, we'll get enough time to fit in three by three back squat with maybe some Bulgarian split squats, focus on the lower body, and we'll take a day where we're going to focus on upper body press and strength, and doing maybe building into a heavy push press with some accessory core work, and then another day where we'll include pulling strength, pull-up strength, we'll maybe even look at even developing a bit of skill work as well, so two out of the five days might be skills in terms of um, handstand gymnastics work or even a bit of pull-up bar work in terms of toe-to-bar pull-ups or even bar muscle-ups. So we try to get the skill work in, and then the main chunk will be the last 30 minutes of the class, 25, 30 minutes of the class, where we'll um, work in a Metcon. Now, every day is slightly different. There's days that we want to hit, um, you know, the sort of lactic anaerobic system, so we'll be getting a lot of a lot more short, fast workouts. 
Um, and then some days we'll, we'll maybe work at the endurance end of the spectrum, the aerobic system, so we'll give a long duration, maybe a 20, 25 minute arm wrap or something that's, uh, you know, four time, but we'll take the, the length of time of the guts of 20 minutes or so. So they do get a fairly good variation. The difference between me and Emma's program in particular would be um, I like to follow a lot of the conventional CrossFit style uh, rep ranges, you know, um, 
a lot of people get caught up in them things thinking they're not good enough but with all the bad days that I have you know I can still smile at the end of it because you're going to have them bad days no matter what and just you just have to focus on moving on to the next thing and keep working on everything I'm not thinking about this sport you can't get caught up in one thing you need to think right if I have a bad day with one element of my training I'm not going to make make it a bad day for the rest of my training so you try and make the most of, of it all um, and I've, all, I've had that attitude for the past number of years which I think it'll help and the other thing is you know putting yourself in a competitive environment don't be don't be afraid to enter yourself into competitions you know it's not about winning every competition or going saying right i'm not going to enter a competition unless i know i'm going to win you have to go into the mind frame that i'll go to a competition i'm willing to fail and then you can learn from their mistakes to improve yourself because the main thing is you you have to see where you're lacking in areas in order to improve that I like that a lot, and you'll you'll learn a lot about yourself, and you become resilient and tougher, and you'll you'd bounce back from those failures. You'll learn from those opportunities, don't you? That's how you grow. Absolutely. I yeah. I have a couple of quick fire questions just just to break this a little bit, Mickey. Yeah. In, in your box, if you could have only three pieces of kit, what would they be? Three pieces of kit. Yeah, three okay. three things. Empty warehouse. And Dave's coming off. We're we're both coming up from Dublin. You have only three things in your yeah. locker. What what are you going to have in your locker there? I would definitely have a barbell and okay. bumper plates. Okay, that's one. Because you can you can almost if you want to include them as as one together. Yeah, that's that's a definite. Okay. Okay. Um, kettlebell. Okay. Or, or a pair of a pair of kettlebells. There's so many different movements you can do with kettlebells, and I think they're great you know unilateral movement or uh, objects for unilateral movements to build stability okay yeah and i would have to say a pull-up bar if that counts as, a, as an equipment a piece of equipment i'd say a pull-up bar so much you can do with that too so here's the next question what's the workout of the day yeah what's the dt the angie the amanda what's the mickey for the two of us lads coming up to meet you with those three pieces of kit yeah. yeah, what's the Mickey, um, the Mickey Wad? <laughs> I would say I'd have a fairly good lash of DT, but if you want to make it interesting, make it heavy DT, so that would be Oof. the five rounds for time at 90 kilos, 92.5. <laughs> that would be my workout. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. I'd be crushed, I'd say, under the barbells. So you might be calling an ambulance for me. <laughs> so, uh, Mickey, we have a few, we have a few questions that we, we put to everyone on here. Um, just in terms of performance and, and mindset and stuff like that so just to get your take on them what what's your definition of high performance and that could be either for yourself or your gym just as a term how would you define it high performance um, for me it would come down to being able to put into practice what you've been training so if you if you've been training hard for something you're not going to be able to perform at such a high performance all the time it's all about consistency and keeping on top of things, but being able to show up in the day and really execute is my idea of what high performance is. So showing up to a competition, um, no matter what put in front of you, being able to execute okay. to the best of your ability. Now say, say you're going out there and you're doing your heavy clean and jerk and you've, you've failed a little bit on that lift or you haven't got as many reps in as you wanted. How do you 
bounce back from that or regain your edge and just just kind of reset and come back and attack that workout again what do you do do you take a pause or just go at it hell for leather again yeah, well, do you mean uh, a specific workout, or do you Just mean you mean um, a workout where you you have to keep going, basically? So maybe if you've had something like a mini setback in a workout, or in a training day, or a week hasn't gone quite to plan, do you have some strategies that you adopt to get yourself back so you so you're in the right frame of mind to attack it again? Yeah, well, um, usually after every workout, I, I make notes. You know, we, I, me and my coach would use an online system together, so I would document how I felt during each workout or each specific element of my training, and I'll compile all them notes together. And you can see then from that whether if, if what the actual issue is. For example, if it's a squat clean and I'm getting buried at the bottom of the squat clean, you know, I'm not being able to get out of the hole, you can look at, right, you, you don't have enough strength in your legs, you're lacking leg strength. Or if it's a weight that you could usually hit, maybe it's a, it's a, the fact that your body's not recovering enough. You know, your central nervous system isn't getting enough time to recover. So we maybe need to back off and taper the training off a wee bit to allow yourself to recover or take an extra rest day. So then you can come back and hit that weight so you know you can. If it's a weight that you haven't or, you know, that you're constantly missing for a long time now, it's a that you need to take a step back and say, right, we need to strengthen in your glutes. We need to make your core stronger. We need to do more front squats, something that's going to help come back in a later date to hit or to, to you know, to improve that number. Gotcha. You have to constantly, uh, yeah, you just have to constantly be, be in communication with your coach, I believe. Okay. So, Mickey, and, and a bit of a random one here for you. Let's say I'm sitting down and I take out a dictionary and I go to look up Mickey Smith and there's three things that are listed after your name in terms of things that define you. What would you say those three things are? Hmm. Put, uh, you, put you on the spot. Um, so, probably say... Let me see. Now, I would say the first one would be a bit of a hothead. So... You know, I, I, can, I can lose the head fairly fairly uh, easily in workouts sometimes. You'll see me maybe spit the dummy out of the pram. <laughs> uh, so you could say a hothead. You could say a bit of a joker. So no matter what the situation is, I can always have a bit of a laugh. <laughs> and uh, loves his Guinness. Loves his Guinness. There we go, like us. So you watch, you watch the... Um, CrossFit movie a couple of years ago and that's kind of what drew you to it you said have you had any role model is there anyone that you've looked up to and said oh I kind of want to aspire to be a little bit like that or were you always just I'm Mickey Smith I'm going my own road I'm not going to see what Matt Fraser or Rich Froning or or any of these sort of I don't really care what they're doing because once I get to the games it's all it's, it's just me have you, had, you yeah, have, um, role model or has it kind of been just yourself building 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 you know yeah, there are. There's, there's, there's tons of role models. There's obviously people that'll, that'll motivate you in different ways. You know, um, yeah. They, obviously, the top dogs. It's hard to look at the likes of a Rich Froning and a Matt Fraser and say I want to be that. Like, um, but them guys are the pinnacle of the sport. You know, they're they're full time professional athletes. You know, um, a lot of them guys maybe wouldn't be doing the hours that you know, average guys like myself. For, you know, maybe own their own box or have a part-time or a full-time job. So I, I usually look at the guys, you know, on my level or slightly above my level, you know. 
and try and work off that. Like PD Savage would have been a big motivator for me, um, okay. being from where I'm from. Um, he actually has the same background as me. He studied as a civil engineer, you know, and he whenever he applied applied himself last year, he was able to go to regionals and be, you know, one of the second highest scoring athletes from from Europe Central. So that was a big motivator for me um, with PD Savage. You know, Emma McQuaid's another one, another local girl from where I'm from as well, in Uri, who was able to make it to regionals five times, and it's it's just that work ethic that she has. You know, not that she was born with like some crazy talent, but the fact that she was, uh, you know, so resilient and just keep keeps applying herself every day that she's got to where she is now. You know. Okay, so Mickey, what would you say as the the one thing that you enjoy most about CrossFit and then say the one thing that you enjoyed the least about it? So, for example, I've done a few sessions and the thing I enjoyed most about it is probably the fact that they can be relatively short sessions, but you get a really good workout in a short session and it's competitive. And then the thing I disliked most about it was hands down doing thrusters. Hated, hated, hated doing thrusters. <laughs> do you have do you have something that you that that is your one thing that really draws you to it, and then one thing that you, if you never had to do it again in a CrossFit session, you wouldn't mind? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. So yeah, um, gymnastics was a big element that drew me to it. Uh, you know, ring muscle ups, handstand push ups, handstand walks. You know, all that stuff that you that you could never do before, and then seeing how you can constantly get better and improve all that stuff that's what drew me to it that's the, that's the fun stuff so to speak you know um, being able to hit bring muscle ups in a workout to so be able to walk in your hands mid workout all that stuff because it's enjoyable you, you nearly don't feel the pain or feel you know how much that's affecting you in a, in a workout I find but it's the stuff uh, like <laughs> the assault bike you know as you said thrusters as well there that real pain cave stuff is yeah the horrible stuff but yeah. The stuff that you know you have to do if you want to get better. Is is there a quote or a slogan in your box anywhere, or is there is there a motto that means a lot to you? If you had something that you would look at every day and that that resonated and gave you power for your workout. Mm, there's there's not. We have we have. Um, there's no real motto in our gym now. The the, the name EFT twenty eight actually stands for Everyone Sweats Together. Okay. A lot of people think it's established twenty eight. That's exactly what I. That's exactly what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. The ESD actually stands for everyone sweats together. So that'd be one of the mottos. You're all coming in to hurt, go through the hurt together. So it, ma- it makes it a bit more comforting whenever the person beside you is hurting. So hmm. that's our motto for that one. What What are you looking forward to the most about going to the CrossFit Games? What's what's the, what's the big thing for you going? You know, besides the fact you have lo- you're going with a lot of pride and a lot of people supporting you, but for you personally, what does it mean for you to be able to go there and represent the country? Well, yeah, that's it. Like for one, yeah, you're getting to represent Ireland, you know, and it'd be proud about being the first person from Ireland to ever to ever go to rep. Well, that's that's a mistake actually. Tag Lawless uh, went to represent Ireland at, at the teenage category, but. In terms of the men's category, you'd be the first person to ever make it across the games. So that's a big thing. And just from watching all the documentaries over the past five years and seeing, you know, how much of an achievement it actually is to go to that and compete at such a high level. Um, so it's really uh, the experience. I'm looking forward to the experience of the whole thing. 
Um, don't don't get me wrong, I do. I'm training hard, and I wouldn't be training hard if I didn't want to go and do well. So I do plan on um, doing the best I can and plenty of workouts. Hopefully, I can make it through to the last day. There's a lot of um, there's no definite uh, there's no definite number for the cuts each day, but they're they're talking about each day there will be a cut for the bottom half of of the of the table out of the 190 or 200 athletes that's going. Each day there's going to be a drop off in the amount of athletes left in the competition. So my goal would be to try and make it at least to day three or or the last day, if possible. Okay, and last one from me, Mickey. Ten years time, what do you see yourself doing? Will it be coaching? Will you be back doing a bit of engineering, a bit of both, or something completely different? What does life post your kind of competitive stage uh, of CrossFit? Uh, what does that hold for you? Do you think? Hey, yeah. It's, well, ten years. It's hard to know, but um, at the minute, really enjoying what I'm doing, coaching, and uh, trying to grow EST Twenty Eight. So, fingers crossed, I'll I'll be growing growing the business that I'm currently in, coaching. Possibly even online coaching. Further down the line, I'd like to try and bring my own experience into online coaching and uh, reach out to you know a, f- a further field of people. Great. Um, so, yeah. Mickey, h- how else would we finish this besides the fact that we have to say you're the first Irishman from these shores going to represent Ireland at the CrossFit Games? From Connor and myself, we just like to acknowledge you for such a massive achievement. It's a testament to your your strength physically, mentally, emotionally, and all those sort of things. You're obviously someone that's embraced competition from the, the first time you lifted a barbell five or six years ago and said, oh, I'm really going to go for this and make it at the highest level. So you are the epitome of a high-performing athlete. That's why we wanted you on this podcast today. So thanks very much for your time, and we hope to meet you face-to-face soon. Thanks very much, Kate. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Take care. Thanks, Vicky. Bye-bye. Bye.